You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Welcome back to the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. I'm your host, Tani Levitt, coming to you for the second time today with another episode because I don't know if you heard, but last night there was a fight in Kansas. At the very end of the game, Dewan Jordan stole the ball while Kansas was dribbling out the clock, and Silvio D'Souza went and blocked his shot on the other end, didn't allow him the garbage time layup, and then D'Souza elected to stand over and taunt the Kansas State player, at which point all hell broke loose and players were fighting. It fell all the way into the crowd. And so I wanted to give you a little snippet of our Kansas State Reaction Podcast. One of our rising stars here at 24-7 Sports, Riley Gates, who works for our Kansas State site, happened to be literally in the middle of the fracas. And one of those videos that you've been seeing on SportsCenter and Bleacher Report, that was from his phone. So you'll hear with him, Tim Fitzgerald, Riley Gates, and Zach Carlson, their quick, intimate reactions. What happened? What does it mean for Kansas State? What does it mean for Kansas, the fallout? And the final thing is, since they've recorded this, uh, Big 12 has suspended Silvio D'Souza for 12 games, David McCormick for two games on the Kansas side. And for Kansas State, James Love, the player who was not in the game but ran over in the black shirt and white pants, he was suspended eight games. And Antonio Gordon, he was suspended for three games. This happens after Kansas has already suspended Silvio D'Souza indefinitely before the Big 12 made any announcements for the player's suspension. So, uh, without further ado, here is the PowerCat podcast, Kansas State podcast, breaking down the fracas fisticuffs in the fieldhouse. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Questions podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig-Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to your PowerCat podcast, the questions edition that happens midweek every week at GoPowerCat.com. I am Tim Fitzgerald. Riley Gates to my right, Zach Carlson to my left. Riley Gates is not signing autographs because I ask. If you're not familiar with uh, what happened last night, a, a basketball game took place, and oh yeah, there was a brawl at the end, if you want to call it that. It got a little bit out of hand. We will touch on that in depth throughout this first half of the PowerCat podcast, but Riley Gates was uh, honored for the first time with a floor seat, media seat, at Allen Fieldhouse. In the past few years, we've been up in the rafters, and this time he was on the baseline adjacent to the Kansas State bench, right where the brawl happened, and he shot a little video, whipped out the old iPhone. Thought I was going to say something else. Whipped out the old <laughs> iPhone and shot some video that went a little bit viral. As we tape here today, his Twitter video has been viewed six million times. 
Yes, I'm not exaggerating. Six million times. Six point two to be exact. Oh, it's up to point two in the short time that uh, we've been preparing for this podcast. You can see that video at Go Powercat's YouTube account. Uh, head on over to YouTube slash GoPowerCat.com. No, just excuse me, just Go Powercat, and uh, there you'll find it. <laughs> I got carried away at the dot com. You were excited there. I I'll say it all. I say it so many times. Riley has his hood up because he thinks he's so cool. I'm just tired. So the hood, Chilly. with the hood up, makes you makes it cozier. Okay, hood up. We got the lights down a little bit here in the studio. No promises about staying awake. But we're we're well lit by your fame. Yeah. You know what else is well lit are my mentions right now. My yeah. God, man. Yeah. It, 16,000 likes. No, sorry. That's the Sports Center tweet. 25,000 likes, 7,000 retweets. I like Rally Gates. He is single, ready to mingle. <laughs> and as I mentioned on Twitter, and I think it was just kind of glossed over, ladies, he would be a great Instagram boyfriend. He would shoot all those wonderful videos. I did you. get like 15 new Instagram followers last night. Nice. <laughs> did you post it to Instagram? Yeah, well, I put late. Like, I got tagged in like Sports Center, Bleacher Report on Instagram too. So people were following me off of that. Oh, lucky that you have your handle on both. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That wouldn't work for me. This is the Questions Podcast. You ask the questions at Wabash Station, our VIP message board, and we answer. And let's quit messing around. You want to know about the brawl in Allen Fieldhouse. Hold on. What was your name for it? The Fisticuff in the Fieldhouse. Fisticuff in the, the Fisticuff Fieldhouse. In the We're trademarking that, by the way. You don't get it. to use that. Yeah, that's like our, you know, with the big game. It's like Malice in the Palace, but it's mine. I searched Twitter to make sure nobody had tweeted it yet. <laughs> <laughs> did you spell it all right? Did you spell yes. fisticuff right? Yes, I did. Keep in mind our business intelligence. Riley gave away the video to anyone who wanted it, but we're going to trademark fisticuff in the field house, which will go nowhere. Now, as we record this, we don't know what the penalties yeah, are. Yeah, those could come down here before this podcast is up. I don't know. It'll probably be later in the day. They've got so much to sort out, but we don't know. But we assume James Love is going to take a big hit, like it freaking matters. The guy's played, I don't know, pull up his career stats. Can, yeah, let's how, how many can games is he Before played? we get into each individual part of this, do we just want to like do a quick walk back through like what we... Yeah, that's, let's, let's that's do smart. That. That's smart. Just so that way we're all on the same page so of opinion. You're good at uh, quick videos and way, organizational things. By the way, James Love in this season is averaging, has played in one game, has played two minutes, uh, averages one rebound per game. It, the biggest surprising development out of last night was, as far as I know, he didn't break anything during that whole melee. I know. <laughs> he fell down. He was swinging. He wasn't really punching. He was kind of flailing with his arms and shoving, and he ended up on his ass because a KU staff member did a flying yeah. takedown and kind of clipped him and knocked him backwards, and he got apparently stomped on. Okay. Let's go back to the very so, start. Silvio has the ball across half court. He's dribbling out. Dejuan steals it. We're all on the same page. Block by DeSouza. Well, let's back up. Bad idea. Bad idea by Dejuan. Just let the game run out and get the hell out of there. That's not playing to the final whistle. But it is a basketball play. It It's looked down upon. It's not proper basketball etiquette to do that. But it is a basketball play. 
So then he gets his you-know-what stuffed. Which is which also, we all could have seen coming from a mile away. Which is also a basketball play, and I went back and looked, and it was clean. Yeah. Oh, he he just great got his you-know-what thrown out. Then Silvio D'Souza steps over the top of Dejuan Gordon. This happened right in front of me. That's when I knew something was going down. And it wasn't like he just kind of ended up there and looked down at him. He went out of his way to almost straddle him and look down at him. And that's when it all broke loose. That was the ignition right there. Then Antonio Gordon. Well, you see David Sloan charge from like half court. He's on the court, though. But yeah, he's playing. I can't see what David Sloan does because I haven't seen a camera angle that shows him through the finish. It 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 appears to me that he's at the front of the surge, but the surge of people hits him, and he kind of gets propelled forward. I don't. I think he made contact with Silvio De Sosa, but I don't think it was intentional. I think he okay. kind of tripped over Dejuan, and as best I can tell, hopefully they have other angles. Hopefully, there's more video from ESPN that didn't air that's helping them sort this out. But he did make contact with De Sosa, um, and then Antonio Gordon comes out of nowhere and off the bench, and really started the first physical contact. Dejuan Gordon, or, uh, Antonio Gordon f- very loosely started this, okay? He shoved him. He shoved him violently and, and, and shoved him off his feet. Yes. And that's when all hell broke loose. So let's be clear, K-State's not free at fault here. Antonio Gordon was the first one to actually make intentional physical contact in this. And then DeSouza responds with fists and took a shot at David Sloan. We can't tell if contact was made, but there were closed fist punches being thrown at that point. And then it went to hell. He takes a shot at David Sloan, who thankfully I think was too short and too far away. Sounds like a dig at David Sloan, but he was too short to get hit. James Love then comes out of nowhere. I still am amazed that he found his way to the front of this thing. Look, Jordan Henriquez, one of the assistant coaches for Kansas State, I don't know what his Graduate assistant. Had him blocked out. It's the first time in my life I've seen James Love worked around a block. (laughs) (laughs) He got around J.O., a seven-footer, and got to the front. If that was a rebound, he would have dunked it. I've never seen him inspired like that. And he got to the front of the pack, and... At first, I thought he was throwing punches, but I went back and looked. He really wasn't throwing punches. I don't know what in God's name he was doing. I think we're going to differ on opinion here. I think he throws a punch. I think he gets here. He either realizes that I can't do this, or he's the worst puncher in the world because his fist drops. He has a closed fist. And he's going like this. The thumbnail of the video clearly shows James Love. And it looks like he's about to take on the entire KU basketball team. He, I mean, he's got, he cocked his fist back and he came forward with it. And then it just dropped. So I don't know if he, you know, I hope he said, oh, shoot, I can't do this. Drop. But he attempted to punch. I See, I didn't see him really swing at anyone in particular. I'll, it was I'll almost slow. like Silvio in the chair. I'll slow scrub my video for you okay. later. And, and, and But he, all the still photos, and then he just kind of groping and shoving and open hands, and it was very James Lovish. Coach goes, a coach goes flying over the scores table, apparently two inches from me. I didn't see that. <laughs> you were locked in, brother. 
was stopping and you then I couldn't see job. the Sosa pick up the chair. Obviously, I've seen it since then. That's what crossed the line. Okay, the fists, bad. One game suspension, maybe two. The shoving, one game suspension. The chair, you can argue that's a season-ending suspension. Even if you don't use it. That's because like, that is intent. And it had Jordan Henriquez and uh, Jarence Howard not been there, he would have hit somebody with yeah. it. Yep. What remains unclear is what happened when James Love fell to into the stands. There's like risers at that end. What happened to him, he was out of sight at that point. But two or three Kansas players surround him. And people have said he was stomped. Um, there's one angle that came out last night from a, a KU fan that was down there that seems to show one player stomping. It's like there's one angle that looks like he stomps. There's another angle that looks like he's trying to kind of step into the fight, and it's an accidental. Like, I don't, I don't really know what there it is. There are also I, reports I that David McCormick that. might have thrown the first punch of the melee, but he was behind, like, where you were filming. He was behind Sloan and them. Um what we do believe is the most penalized here will be Silvio De Sosa, naturally, and James Love. Which, who cares? I mean, yeah. he's not going to play I anyways. Mean, yeah. Seems like a look, suspension, you know? You know what? Whatever happens to him doesn't even compare to the penalty K-State's taken by having him fill the scholarship for three years. Yeah. I mean, no no crap. I mean, this is... This is uh, Made it a no doubter about his departure, and and I would say probably David McCormick will be suspended and Antonio Gordon will be suspended. No more than two games, though, probably. Yeah, I would bet both. Here's ones so James Love. Look, I don't think they're going to kick him off the team because he didn't do he he didn't land a punch. He didn't hurt anybody. He didn't pick up the chair. He clearly escalated though. But he is clearly the in the most wrong out of K State here because if he hadn't jumped in there, I think it would have just slowly simmered down it's on one hand i'm thinking like hey at least james love still gives a damn enough to fight for his team on the other hand i'm like wow a walk or a walk but a, a guy that doesn't play is the one out here that's that's getting into it and you're going to be the cause of whatever suspensions come of this i was intrigued by this it's a newcomer, a freshman on the floor, and it was a freshman and a junior college transfer, also newcomers, Love that it. came to his aid. You know, as bad as everything was, just the the thought of that, you know, at what took place after that was out of hand. But, Or maybe you credit the reason that the upperclassmen weren't involved was they were smart enough not to be involved. Also so I don't fair. know. Um, it was a mess. There's there's enough fault and blame to be passed around to both teams. You can question what the igniting factor was, but I will push back on Dejuan Gordon causing the entire fight because he made a basketball play, even if it is against basketball etiquette to try to steal that ball. He got what he deserved by getting his shot blocked. That's where it should have all ended. I mean, at that point, if Silvio de Sosa says, yeah, and maybe even looks at him for a split second and turns around and struts off and the KU fans go wild because Dejuan Gordon is on a, in a heap on the floor and that's kind of symbolic of what turned out to be a, just a total blowout, that, nothing happens, man. But the second he stood over him and it wasn't a split second, he stood there 
almost challenging him, that's when all hell breaks loose. From Wizard 69.4, you kind of answered this. Is Dejuan Gordon in the wrong for stealing the ball down 22? I was always taught you play until the whistle. It's not playing until the whistle. Playing until the whistle is it's a football game, and you're down by not, you're down by eight, and you kicked an onside kick. You didn't get it, and so you're going to try to, you know, you're going to still play. You're going to hit guys. You're going to you know go to the end of the whistle. Or, hey, the play is going out of bounds. I'm going to drive them into the ground because I'm already engaged. That's playing until the whistle. I get it. Yes, there was time on the clock. Yes, you don't want to give in and say you quit. You were down by 21 points. And this is the same team in the same arena that a couple months ago, Monmouth thought they needed to go steal the ball and dunk it on at the end. Let's say that nobody goes and blocks that shot and Dejuan Gordon gets the layup. Woo! It's a 19-point loss now. I know it would have been 20 because the technical... Yeah. Yeah, it would have been a 20-point loss. I get why some people are saying, hey, I'm happy he played to the whistle, but I'm not. It's probably a freshman mistake he won't make again, but this is one of those situations where he just should have stood there and... He's played basketball before. This has happened before. Come on, man. And I seem to remember it was okay when Brandon Green did the same thing to K-State. Yeah. Went down and dunked or late in the game. It was meaningless. Look, you play to the whistle if you've got something to do with it. Right. If you're down by two, yeah, you play to the whistle. If you can get possession of the ball and have a you know, game-winning snap of the ball, you jump over the line and try to snip, snap steal the snap or swat the ball away from the quarterback like Dante Barnett did in the, uh, what bowl was it? Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl. I mean, you try to make a game-winning play. This had no, it just changes the score of a blowout. He shouldn't have done it. Well, I'll accept that. He shouldn't have done it. But in the big scope of things, it's not outside of the game of basketball. This isn't the first time. It's not unheard of. Quit acting like this never happens. It happens, and it's always ill-advised, and I guarantee you he will never do it again. Oh, yeah. Like I said, fresh. something a freshman does. If he's, it was Cartier Jada, he wouldn't have done it. And he's probably never really now been Cartier in that. Have. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's probably never been in that situation. He, you know, he's off an elite team. He's player of the year in Chicago. He's probably never been smoked like that. And I know he's never been in an environment on the road like that. So it was all so new, and he did something stupid. That stupid I accept. Because he got what he deserved in having his shot blocked. I have no problem with that. I thought that was kind of funny. It was kind of symbolic of the entire evening. Hey, we're going to make a big play. No, we're not. (laughs) No, we're not. And then that's when it went off the rails. From Randolph the Iguana. If I walk up to someone on the street and grab a chair and hold it above my head like I'm about to hit that person with it, aren't I going to jail whether I swing it or not? I would think so. It's a lot like the uh, uh, Odell Beckham thing at the national championship. If I walked out and smacked a Riley County police officer in the butt right now, I would be going to jail. So I don't understand how Silvio D'Souza is going to get away with all of this stuff. He's going to get a five-game suspension probably. And that's it. And this is a guy you stuck your neck out for in NCAA trials 
in court of law, whatever, you went tooth and nail to fight for a guy that's playing, what, eight minutes a game? And now here's how he repays you is picking up a stool. If I was Bill Self, Silvio D'Souza would have already been dismissed from my program. It's done. Yeah. You're not worth it, kid. And I, I'm not necessarily criticizing him yet for that because I think it could be coming. I think Bill Self is waiting until the Big 12 rules on things, and I think he might try to hit. He was very upset in the postgame. Bill Self was very upset. Because you have done so much for this kid. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, let's take, for example, you're in a bar fight, something that's happened to the iguana guy quite a bit, I'm sure. (laughs) He seems like a bar fight kind of cat. You pick up a bottle off a table and and hold it like you're going to strike someone. You're in deep crap at that point. And I, I don't know how it'll be adjudicated, but I would say this. That is criminal. I mean, that's... I, I don't... Nothing will come of it, but why? In real life, if you pick up a chair and threaten to hit people... You're probably going to have ramifications with the legal system. Here, the police were like, I don't even know what's going on with the police. The vision of the cheerleader holding back the cop will forever <laughs> be ingrained in my head as... I feel so bad for that cheerleader. I think he thought he was boxing out a player or somebody, and he was boxing out a cop. Well, the cops seem fine with it. You know, yeah. Okay, I can't get around you. I can't do anything about this. These guys are big. <laughs> I don't know. What a mess. From the Ginth, does D'Souza get suspended with or without pay? (laughs) Somebody said that on a game broadcast last night. One of the ESPN commentators. Oh, no. It's not good. Like I said, he's, he's probably going to be suspended a lengthy amount of time, if not kicked off the team. Bill Self strikes me as a guy that has little patience for this. Shout out to Jay Heydrich for admonishing James Love for wearing white pants after Labor Day. (laughs) He also proved that no matter how cool you think you are, if you're wearing pants that are too far down your hips and you're not wearing a belt, you're going to end up looking like a dork. Put a belt on, young man. Your butt was basically hanging out during a brawl. You don't want to go to a brawl and have your butt showing. He had his undershirt on, so yeah, I'm being over dramatic. But still, it was just a bad look. I think Silvio de Sosa showed his true colors. Oh, absolutely. That's I not think, something you do on the spur of a moment. Because it, at that point, he was kind of out of it. That was one of the saving graces. At this point, James Love's fallen to the right, and people are surrounding him, and and K-State players are being pushed back. You watch, there was actually some containment there by a a security guy doing a pretty good job of getting Levi Stockard and David Sloan back. And, um, you know, Levi was actually trying to get in there to help get James off the ground, but they got him back. And now DeSosa's off to the other side just kind of by himself. I'll pick up a stool. I'm back in this game. Jarence Howard out of nowhere. No! Who ever thought Jarence Howard would be the guy that prevailed with true shining colors and... Cat-like quickness. Hero to the rescue. Not a guy that strikes me to have the cat-like reactions. <laughs> Look, I made a decision last night for the first time in a long time. I wasn't going to go to Lawrence. Um, and I sent the boys over. Because we don't get a courtside seat. And you can't really see anything from the rafters. So I decided I was going to stay home. And for 59 minutes and 59 seconds of game time, 
It was just like every other game that I've seen in that building. And then, look, let's be honest. Even if I had gone, you would have been in the courtside seat because you're the yeah. B-rider. I wouldn't, if I had been, I would have dropped my phone. I would have, I would be still, I would have. You would have been in the fight fits. And, and I mean, this is a not dig. You are clearly a bigger individual than I am. And I was very close because I was shoved up against the table. My knee was in the pathway. Looking back, it's a miracle nobody ran into me. There's not that much room between the the table and the standard. Look, you know me. I, I probably would have, you know. So at some point when the crowds close on you, you kind of shove back. If I had an angle, I would have gone to save the the uh, service animal. The poor dog that was caught in the middle. I didn't even know that thing was there. <laughs> I had no idea. Man, this was the handicap section. This is so bad. I'm, I hope... We don't know this. I hope nobody was injured. Bill Self said it sounds like everybody's okay. He talked, he talked to people. And, you know, the last video I saw last night from the KU student section or nearby fans, there's the good boy standing right behind the goal, wagging his tail like, what's going on? I think, the getting back to the question about team chemistry, I think the only way this has a negative effect on K-State is if, and I'm not saying they're going to, but if the coaches just come out and just rip them for it, you know? I mean, just just lay into them, punish them, and then at that point, you've got players maybe saying, "To hell with this! We're one in five, and we're getting punished for this." It's a tough line that these coaches have to walk now. They have to make it clear this is unacceptable. While wink, wink, way to stand up for your brother. Which is why I'm very. Which is why I'm not one sided on this argument. Everybody out here is like, oh, "I'm so offended for the sport," or "I can't believe KU would do this," or "I can't believe K State threw the first shove." I don't care, man. You both were idiots last night. There's not one person in that fight that said that you can tell me has a good argument for fighting. That's not, you don't do that. I didn't see one player in uniform or not, in this case, trying to de-escalate. I saw them all pouring gasoline on it. Now, maybe Levi Stockard. I can't quite tell what Levi was doing. Oh, by the way, McCall Maywean tried to jump the media table between Greg Woods and Ryan Black, and someone pulled him off. He got halfway up the media table and gets yanked backwards. He was going to go flying into the pile and step on a bunch of laptops in the process. Man, guys are finding a way to contribute for the first time this season. It's like Greg Woods texted me after the game. He said, uh, how happy is McCall Maywean that this happened so it overshadows how miserably bad he was tonight? horrible yeah who would have thought k-state plays at ku and james love the third steals the headlines in pants in white pants <laughs> and a black shirt and glasses it threw that's what threw me off how it, did he keep his glasses on i don't know boy some etiquette was broken he went into a fight with glasses and people swung at him with glasses what is going on to this society what stop it folks Last question of the fight half from Randolph the Iguana. How bad did the officials screw up by not stopping things after the stare down? Yeah. I, I think the officials were like, game over, let's get out of here. They they neglected. Right there, the official under the basket should have cleared off to Sosa, said, get out of here, go, and everything's over. I, I, I need to go back and, and honestly look at the scoreboard and when the light goes off, when the ball goes off, it touches. Bringing those teams back out for one second is shameful. It's shameful. I mean, I know what the rules intended to do, but come on. 
There's there's safety involved. There's just sense involved. And and the fact that it was communicated that the only players ejected were those that came off the bench. DeSosa got a technical for standing over Dejuan Gordon, but didn't receive a technical for throwing punches or picking up a chair to club someone, possibly with great effect. He wasn't punished by the officials for that at all. In fact, I, I can't get a clear answer if he was back on the court at the end of the game. I suspect Bill Self didn't bring him out, but he was eligible to play. Wrap your mind around that. Yeah, the Big 12 officials skunk this one up big time, which they tend to do. But bringing them back out for because a split second was on the clock. A split second. Clear the teams off the court. Let's get out of here. Not make it worse. I mean, what happens if K-State inbounds the ball and shoots it? I mean, I'm sure Bruce Weber made it very clear not to do that. <laughs> but, yeah. Not Bill, good. Bill Self has suspended Silvio D'Souza indefinitely pending the final outcome of the review by KU in the Big 12 Conference. That's a good move. And definitely will be one game. I disagree. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. If it was the off season, boy, would he be indefinitely suspended <laughs> until further review. Until further review. Can oh, I just? You're gonna miss one game. I'm gonna say this real quick, and I'm gonna say it at the risk of catching some flack. But I saw someone post on the board, so I just want to address it here. I love Bruce Weber. I think Bruce Weber had a mindset of avoiding conflict last night. He couldn't have handled the post-game press conference worse. Bill Self did the handled it the exact way you're supposed to. You come in, you say, I don't know exactly what happened. I need to see the video until I can make further decisions. However, I'm upset that we were a part of it. We were at equal fault. Blah, 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 blah. You take as much ownership without admitting complete fault. Bruce Weber came in, said, I don't know, I didn't see it, and then went on into his opening statement about the game. Nobody cared about the game, Bruce. Again, I understand his thinking probably was, if I go in there and make a definitive comment, I'm probably going to get myself into some trouble, I'm going to say something that isn't true, whatever. And if that's his mindset, I understand it. But just sometimes just give the PR answer, man. That's where he's really weak, and Give the he doesn't, he doesn't know, understand the PR answer. He, he doesn't, to a fault and to his credit. You know, sometimes he'll, you know, in the past he's made up excuses that were horrible optics, and this year he's been really blunt, which you can also see bad optics in that. As media, we love it. But yeah, say, look, he knew something went on. He acted like he didn't know anything went on. Granted, he's walking away and shaking hands, so he literally has his back turned when it all breaks loose. I get that. But you can see him bear-hugging Dejuan Gordon on the sideline at one point. How Dejuan got from on his back under the goal to over to the sideline, I'm not sure. But there he is, and Bruce is basically shoving him out towards the locker room like, we can't get you suspended. So he knew something was going on, but yeah, it's just say, you know, we, we're saddened that we were part of this. We will investigate it, blah, 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 saying stuff without saying stuff instead of just not saying stuff. Bingo. And speaking of saying stuff without saying stuff, 
We'll be back after this. We are going to talk about, in the second half of this podcast, Wichita native Xavier Kelly and his future in college football as he transfers as a graduate student out of Clemson. Will he end up at Kansas State? That's coming up on the Powercat Questions Podcast, sponsored by Fritz Wholesale Liquor. Stay locked in. The Powercat Podcast will be right back. We now send it back to Fitz in the WTC gig-powered studios. Welcome back to the Powercat Questions Podcast, sponsored by Fridge Wholesale Liquor here in Manhattan, Kansas. Tim Fitzgerald Rally Gates at Zach Carlson here in the WTC Gig Powered Studios. And if you missed out, uh, if you opted not to watch the game last night, as many K-Staters did, you know, I've always said it looks like pro wrestling. You kind of know what's going to happen. Although you and know, a chair gets involved, and then a chair got involved, so it really did become pro wrestling. I love the tweets that said, "By God, that's Silvio D'Souza's music." <laughs> Man, what a what a mess in Lawrence! Wow, just when the season seemed really weird, K State's bad. K State's bad. K State bad. K State kicks West Virginia's ass. Will they win in Lawrence? No, probably not. But what if they play good? They get their ass kicked. Oh, and then there's a fight. Yeah, I told Fritch is that I have not gone to Lawrence, but I think one time where something didn't happen. The speed travel. Oh, yeah. The Barry Brown ridiculous shot uh, where Bruce Weber kind of threw him under the bus. I mean. He deserved that. Every, uh, ask Fran Frischilla about it. I guess that was kind of the same year as, as Svi, I think. But yeah. goodness, man. Goodness. That place is ridiculous when I go. I just got to stop going so K-State can lose in peace. I thought the Ask Fran was here. No. That was there? Because he took off towards the doors. That way nobody could ask him about it. K-State at Alabama on Saturday. What's up the next big mini Monday on the following Monday? Hmm. You're going to put me on the spot like that, are you? Frankly, I don't even... I I wish I could get Google to load the basketball calendar into my phone it's on That'd my desktop nice. calendar but not my phone it won't go into my they phone. got alabama on saturday at 5 p.m and then on wednesday oh okay sweet six seven eight yeah on wednesday they'll host oklahoma at 7 p.m and then they go to west virginia yes Ouch. and then the chiefs play in the super bowl and they then... do i didn't know about that <laughs> and then the mini mondays after that baylor so they play west virginia and baylor in a three-day span <laughs> at west virginia too <laughs> Uh, Which, by the way, they almost beat Texas by 40. (laughs) Not easy. Not easy at all. Well, it's life in the Big 12, although it got out of hand last night in Allen Fieldhouse. Keep checking in at Go Power Cat. We will keep you apprised of everything going on with the suspensions, the ramifications, and all of the Kansas State sporting news. If you are not a subscriber, go click that Join button. There's a great time to join Go Power Cat. Spring football is coming up. Basketball is coming down the home stretch, and we will be all over it. And oh, Riley might shoot some more videos. He's really good at that. You've been listening to the Power Cat Questions podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor.